And we are back. Another episode of Pwned. Uh, this week, uh, we're doing something a little bit different. So, you know, we uh, started off uh, with a little momentum in January, and we are already seeing some extremely high listenership, which is great. I'm glad to see it continue. And thanks for everybody who listens and, and follows us. Side effect of that is we actually have our first question, which I actually thought was super intelligent and very well thought out. So I thought we could, uh, Jack and I can answer the mailbag today. I like it. Little uh, mailbox from the Vox Populi. Yeah. You've got mail. All right, Jack. So question that came in from listener uh, is listening for all of our seasons at this point. Ryan, who is an institutional investor, so he actually represents a pretty big investment house. His question is, it seems we have more concentration of market share for a few vendors. Does this apparent shift signal security excellence in a few vendors, a slowdown of the market since we're seeing less capability leapfrogging or something else? Any insight is appreciated. What do you think? It's a good question. Well, first off, in looking at the marketplace, the consolidation of revenues to a limited number of companies can either be caused by changes in what we're looking at in the market, or it can be caused by activities which are sort of orthogonal, right, to the capabilities that companies involved. And so just off the top of my head, right, as, as I'm thinking about it, I don't think that it's because individual organizations have become suddenly more awesome, right? Because I don't think this is organic revenue growth. Most of this is inorganic. I think that we're seeing is the result of a consolidation of what's going on inside the marketplace as good companies. And you can look at them like, you know, CrowdStrike or Palo or Cisco, these guys, they pick up other companies with adjacent technologies or adjacent solutions that they're interested in. And so naturally, you know, all the revenue comes together and consolidates. But I think there's also, you know, an inorganic factor that should be mentioned, which is a lot of these companies, particularly the startup kinds of companies, um, come into the marketplace at remarkably high valuations, right, in terms of investment. And the only way home for some of them is going to be through acquisition, right? So if I'm thinking about, and uh, we talked about Trellix, right, in an earlier discussion, if I think about how an established company can put a little bit of shine, right, back on the outside of the box, or can think about selling more things to their existing customers, through a financial transaction, they can acquire another capability they can sell, thereby driving up the revenue. So I'd, I'd have to say, I don't think it's because a limited become a limited number of vendors are becoming more awesome. I think it's much more likely that a lot of companies with more niche products had to find a way home or to customers' mailboxes. Um, and so they get acquired by somebody else, and that's why we see this. What do you think, Justin? <clears throat> um, I like what... I. I like your your view of it. The um the, the piece I might grab onto is um I don't know, one of the things you said at the end was uh, uh I can't remember exact words you used, but it was something about less about being awesome. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, well, hang on, <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't remember the exact <laughs> words you used. When I take the second part of the question first and kind of trying to follow on what you just said was we, we've evolved out of a world where technology did leapfrog, right? And I think Endpoint is a super good example 
right? Because we saw the silences of the world come into the market, which was which was super great mm-hmm. at the time. They kind of set the stage for EDR. And then we saw like other technologies mm-hmm. come in through like carbon black, which and this constant game of like leapfrogging back and forth, right? But the issue early on was that those technologies, and I would say it's the same for other technologies as well, is you had to have an advanced degree in security engineering in order to weaponize those products and get any value out of them, right? Like the technologies themselves provided tons of data, right? You can split and slice data, whatever you want, whichever way you want. But the problem is, is you have to know exactly what you're looking for and you need to know what questions you're trying to get answers to. So um, fast forward to now, over the last couple of years, you see providers like CrowdStrike, whom I think is a good example in this case, saying CrowdStrike's position, in, in my opinion, or their, their, their approach to the market rather, is they've tried to make the technology easier and easier to consume and helping novice users get to the same outcomes that used to require an, an advanced degree in security engineering. And so one of the ways that that they did that was they basically looked at all the data that they collected off an endpoint, sys internals, sysmon data, right? Everything that normally required someone to parse through all of that information to figure out what was going on. And they, they CrowdStrike, go, go through and they pick out, say, these are the top 20 things that someone should care about. And we can forget about the rest. Like we can still collect it, but these are the 20 things that we're actually going to present and show to the user. And so I think what's happened is in the case of CrowdStrike and why we've kind of seen some consolidation in this specific example is that CrowdStrike has found a way to make it consumable at scale for, for more, more consumers. And so I think because of that, we've seen, I mean, Crowd, CrowdStrike's a great example, but I think there's there's others in the market too where we say because these things have happened, we're starting to see a little bit more of a consolidation around single technology vendors seemingly doing a lot. And you couple it with everything else that you just mentioned. You add in like acquisitions and everything else that kind of goes with it. The groundswell starts to happen, right? You get these concentrated watering holes, if you will. Yeah, I, I think that's brilliant, right? Because I was just thinking about what you were saying. I was writing notes down in my little book, right? The the fact that they made these complex technologies consumable at scale. You know, maybe what we're seeing, right? And I was thinking of it almost purely from a financial perspective in my first you know set of remarks. But you know, maybe what's happening, and, and I think you can read about this. Gardner's talked about this as well. That clients are trying to buy things that they can use more easily, right? They're trying to find things which are more uh, consolidated. They want to interact with something that makes it, to your point, more consumable, right? And so maybe as that happens, right, and that is an organic phenomenon, maybe as it happens that the clients are saying, listen, I want to do more with the same thing, then you'll find the patch grows, right, for those customers. And I love the mention of CrowdStrike, right, because you get the Humio thing going on, right, that, that they are you know, taking on an ability to absorb other kinds of telemetry and make good sense of it using the same sort of analytic expertise they used on the endpoint in the early days. Yeah, so maybe what we're seeing is a combination of the inorganic, you know, financial considerations and the organic, to your point, you know, making things more consumable uh, by reducing the complexity and aggregating them together. I think it makes good sense. Yeah, I think it's, um, it's, a, it's definitely a combination of those things. The interesting thing about all of it is, 
to me, and this is this is a little bit of speculation on my part, is they say if you're a category leader and you're kind of first in the category, you will earn the majority of the market share for said category. One of the issues that I speculate will occur, and I'm kind of waiting to see if it does, is that all of the security technology providers that whom are the market leader today and have the majority of market share and who are facing increased competition from new technology manufacturers providing similar capabilities in a competitive way will ultimately drive the price down. Economic supply and demand, normal stuff. But one of the things I wonder, yeah, and one of the things I wonder is if, if you are the early entrant and you've commanded a high price and you s- subsequently have incumbents coming in offering similar solutions with similar capabilities for a lower price, how would the first entrant into the category unpaint themselves from the corner to justify their higher price tag, right? And at that point, it's saying all the, all the market share that you've earned, if you don't make some moves, like you're going to start to shed some of all the, all the revenue that you've earned over the years, you know? Yeah, that eroding market share. I think that's a really important point, particularly at the phase of evolution of the security market that we find ourselves in. You know, historically, the security space was the one place where CIOs would routinely say that they would buy best of breed as buying, as opposed to buying from a single uh, purveyor that they were comfortable with. Uh, but to your point, you know, that means that as the market is shifting and people are looking for platforms more than individual products, that the economics of that are going to change, right? So that market leader that you describe would have been fine 10 years ago because they'd always be the best at, you know, knack or they'd always be the best at whatever, and they may live for a while. But now we see as established providers try to grow their portfolios, they're taking on some of these new capabilities. So I think that that's interesting. And, you know, maybe what we're seeing, and, and I think one of the questions, you know, the points that this makes is that, when we talk about uh, are some of these you know larger revenue providers you know going to be taking over the market, but I think if we had looked at this question ten years ago, we would have said, oh, that's interesting. You know, maybe you know McAfee or Symantec uh, is going to take over, or you know even a little bit more recently, you know FireEye is going to dominate. And we've seen them go through that cycle you just described, right? Where that what was new isn't so new anymore, and so that best of breed has to figure out how to grow to accommodate more newnesses right in to keep the shine on. Uh, and so maybe what we're just seeing is that there's going to be a really sick relation, right, between security and the security buyer, where these companies uh, like Trellix shows from McAfee and uh, FireEye, they're going to have to sort of reimagine themselves and relaunch themselves as something new and something different in order to reassert themselves as a dominant market leader, the way you describe those folks who accidentally found themselves in a corner. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Jack, this one's been awesome. We say we wrap this one up. Absolutely. Thanks to the mailbox. All right. Uh, That wraps this episode. Um, If you're looking for intelligent and consumable cybersecurity help, you can reach us at pwned at newharborsecurity.com. And we will catch you next week. See you, Jack. See you.